All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of What's What BR. Today we have Dr. Samantha Galino from Magnolia Pediatrics. Dr. Galino, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Keeping up. And uh, as I've been saying on all the shows, it's, we couldn't have asked for better weather, you know, Absolutely. during all of this. It's the uh, kind of weather I described that I tell people I'd write a check for weather like this. So. It's been a huge blessing. So I imagine flu, like, you know, not flu season. I, that's bad word of choice right now. But at the end of the day, you know, that kind of that dark winter, muggy, cold, yeah. wet. I'd, I think we'd all go a little bit more crazy. Everybody would be a little more stir crazy for sure. So, so look, we've got to appreciate you taking some time. Obviously, you've got busy lives and people to take care of and things to do, but you took a little time out of the day to talk with us, you know, today. So, you know, first, I just wanted to kind of jump in and see, you know, from the practice point of view, you guys have been through, you know, obviously, we're living pandemic, we're living, you know, we've had, you know, you've had cars, you know, crash into the building over the years, tornadoes at the building. Now you add pandemic to the list of, you know, things to adjust. How's the practice how's every you know how are you guys generally you know doing over there what's changed we we're doing okay we're it's a a very different pattern that we're in now um yeah it's we joke that the building is built on an indian burial ground <laughs> because the car hitting the building and the tornado were in less than six months of each other like one had not been repaired before the other happened so oh. um so yeah we had a swarm of bees decide to take up um, shelter in our building last year. It's, you know, there's always something, (laughs) there's always something, but this, the pandemic, that's, you know, a whole nother thing. So we've had to adjust how we practice and how we run the business, uh, on the daily. That's, I was talking with, uh, one of the schools here in town and we're talking about how, you know, they got a notice on Friday and 36 hours later, they had to flip their entire model, you know, the way they've done things. And, I'm certain you guys have done the same and that's, you know, yeah. kind of the same vein of, you know, we all, you know, as business owners, we try to, you know, hedge our bets, you know, and practice and you know, have plans and, you know, here's our everybody, you know, now in the IT world, you have your disaster recovery plans that people put together and how you continue. But right. I've yet to talk to someone that had pandemic on the list right. of things to plan for. Right. So, we have a hazardous weather plan. You know, we have like a hurricane plan, you know, because you got to have that. Um, but no, we did not have a plan for this and nor did we ever think we would need to. Um, and I've been practicing for, um, 18 years and never seen anything remotely close to this. So it's not something you're educated for in medical school either. (laughs) I mean, you learn about it in the history and you know, it's a possibility, but you don't learn how to handle it or think that you're ever really going to see it. That's, I was talking to someone, you know, the other day we were talking, I remember a few years ago, I was able to see one of my uh, daughter's history books in the first, it was the first time I'd seen 9-11 was in the history book. Yeah. You know, it was like, wait, I I, I remember exactly where I was, kind of the way right. people, you know, my you know mother will say she knows where she was when Kennedy was shot, you know, and, yes. you know, the kind of the 9-11, but what a lot of people, we were talking with the historic, uh, the old state capital, and, you know, one of the things they pointed out was we're literally living right now in the history books. Yes. You know, that this will be written about, you know, our grandchildren will be asking us what was it like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and, you know, you were talking about somebody having to change their, flip their plan in 36 hours. We literally had a day where in that day, from the morning to the afternoon, our plan of action changed. 
based on guidelines that came out, like completely. It was so crazy. how do you lunchtime? That was the day that the schools closed. So at mm-hmm. lunch, we found out all our kids' schools were closing. So all the staff's freaking out. And then we completely changed how medically we were approaching patients based on new guidelines that came out from the Office of Public Health. It was just like at the end of the day, we were like, where's the glass of wine? <laughs> that I told people, you know, numerous times in the beginning, I'm kind of getting used to it now, but in the very beginning, the first, I think it was first, you know, three or four weeks, every single night would sit down, you know, pour a drink and go, is this really happening? Yes. Like, really, is this for real? Like they've shut the schools down, you know, we're sitting at home. Right. That's, you know, I got a text that day from someone that said, get ready. Announcements coming. It's about to get real. I did too. (laughs) I did too. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay, here we go. buckle up you know yes. and so and everybody you know I know our staff was looking and turning around like what are we going to do and we've got to get our you know kids yeah. so you got you got a full staff you know right. doctors nurses you know clerical yeah. coach, you know everybody over there right that are worried about you know their children you know yeah. and their families but it's y'all's job to worry about everyone's children correct <laughs> so yeah. You know, as you mentioned, you had guidelines, you know, coming in, you know, is that as simple as it's like, hey, here's an email, change this up, you know, or. Okay, no, that's a good point. So, you know, we're, we're independently owned, we own the practice. So Hmm. one of the hardest things for us about this was that every time guidelines came out, there was no like big power to tell us, okay, this is what you're going to do now. This is what your plan of action needs to be. That was us. We had to figure it out. And we have, you know, we have lots of friends in the medical industry. So we were communicating with them too. But I mean, we were literally coming up to the office on Sunday afternoon, one, like maybe the second weekend going, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to manage this? What, you know, so every time it changed, we had to figure that out. And it was not like, oh, clear cut. Here's an email from the office of public health. Do this, this, and this. (laughs) It wasn't like that. It was, you know, here's the guidelines they're very broad and very vague. And then we had to figure out what does that mean to us and to our patients and to our practice and how do we implement it, you know, as briefly as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been there to the practice, you know, there's the well room and there's the sick room. Right. This completely blows that, you know, out of the water at this point. Right. So, and I think that's, you know, important. A lot of people, you know, have talked about, you know, their businesses and how they've been uprooted and how they've had changed. You know, we've talked about it in our business, but we're not in healthcare. You know, we're not taking care of other people. So yeah. it's completely different to where if we make a decision, you know, hey, close the office, you right. know, or, you know, go home. Right. You guys still, you know, and it's not just, and this is something that I think a lot of people, I think people realize it after you say it, but it's like, you've got to take care of, you know, patients. Those patients a lot of times are babies and babies are still being born, you know, so it's still got to go into, you know, the hospital. It's got to, you know, it's when we shut everything down, we didn't shut down labor and delivery. We didn't shut down like, Hey, let's put a pause on this, you know, until we sort this out. Life continues to move on and you guys have had to, you know, kind of step up to that and make changes, obviously. Yeah. We have as a, you know, so as business owners, we've had to, think about the business. We've had to think about our employees. So our employees are in a different place than a lot of um, businesses because they don't get to stay home during this. They've got to come to work and coming to work means coming into sort of the danger zone. 
So we had to take into consideration that, you know, they all had a lot of concern. Are we being exposed? Is it safe for us to be around our families? Things like that. And we had to make sure that not only was everything we were doing safe for the patients, but also safe for our employees. And we're not, you know, we're not frontline like in an emergency room, but we're still, we're seeing sick kids, you know, and, and we had to adjust our plans on how we were going to do that. And it changed every week, you know, the, wow. the more serious it got, the more stringent we went. Um, so, you know, we do things completely differently. Now you talked about the well waiting room and the sick waiting room, which was always our thing that we had completely separate. That's out the window. Everybody stays in the car now. So, you know, wow. we started out where, we, so we changed our whole schedule. We moved all our well visits to the morning and all our sick visits to the afternoon so that there was time to, you know, keep them separated and to clean and disinfect really well. Um, so when we started doing that, that intensified the anxiety of the staff because I remember at the beginning, every day at lunchtime, we all just started getting a little anxious because we knew, all right, now we're going to see the sick people. Here's the wave of the sicker coming. Yeah, so we've got to put on our N95s and we got to, you know, be ready and be, you know, mentally prepared and make sure we're doing everything correctly to stay safe. And then it got to the point where we're like, okay, no, everybody's, we're, you know, every, we're wearing a mask for every patient because now we're learning more about, you know, asymptomatic carriers. And, and then first it was the well people will come in, but the sick people stay in the car. Now everybody stays in the car. So oh, wow. the office staff, the front desk girls, their job completely changed because they're not even checking people in. They're call the people are calling when they get there from their car. They're doing their check in on the phone, and then wow. they're letting us know what kind of car the patient is in and which part <laughs> of the parking lot they're in, which You've side got kind of, of the lot. doctor's office, you know, Sonic, you know, IHOP, yeah. you know, kind of running out, you know. So they're like hop. editing the patient's appointment and writing white Honda Odyssey Galeno side of the building, you know. So <laughs> So that the nurse knows where to go look for that car because they're actually going out to the car and getting the patient and bringing them in directly into the exam room. So it's, oh, wow. just, it's very, very different, you know, and it's had to change every week and sometimes every day. That's amazing. So, you know, but staff, obviously, you know, you guys are helping patients, but staff, you know, morale's good. Everybody's, you know, We've okay. Been, yeah. We've been trying to make sure, um, you know, it's definitely very hard at first. We, we have not furloughed or laid off or let anybody go, but we have had to cut hours. Um, mm -hmm. Because while we are still seeing some sick kids, we're not seeing very many. We're trying to limit that to only those that really need to be seen. Um, mm -hmm. And so our numbers of patients that we see a day are cut by at least half, if not. Wow. And so we're closing the office earlier. Um, and so that's cutting their hours, um, when it's their doctor's day off for the nurses, we have them not come in. Um, and so their hours have been cut a lot too, but we're trying to do whatever we can to keep them and help them. And we've had, you know, we've had patients bring us lunch. We've had, you know, people have made masks for us and brought them to us. We've had so many people sew like the homemade masks for us. And so that's helped boost morale. Um, and we're just trying to, you know, lift each other up, stay positive. Right. Well, so how many doctors you guys have over there now? So we have three pediatricians and then one pediatric nurse practitioner. Wow. That's, 
That's a lot since I, you know, was over there in the beginning yeah. with my little ones. When you started, so, it was just you know, two of us. <laughs> yeah, it was my oldest. Uh, she's now 12. And so that's how Gosh. long it's been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so we've done, you know, 12 and then the boys are seven. So it's amazing, you know, just kind of to watch y'all's story, you know, because I remember when you guys built the practice. I remember, I can still remember the day, you know, driving over there and going and actually kind of, for lack of better words, you know, interviewing, which I thought was unique, yes. you know, that I'd never done before, you know, yeah. uh, my wife was pregnant and we were looking, we were shopping, we had never had, you know, it was, you know, literally the term shopping for, you know, kind of a doctor and yeah. a lot of places, you know, we called and they would, you know, they'd give you information over the phone and then they'd say, you know, go to, you know, they go to the website or, you know, we can send you something. You know, we gave you guys a call and it was like, hey, why don't you come over, you know, and come sit down with us, you know, yeah. and let's talk for a while. And I, yeah, I can remember doing that. Yeah. But it was, you know, we drove out, you know, it was out to Prairieville and the building was like in the middle of nothing, you know, <laughs> and then now you go there and it's like you guys knew where everybody was going and just kind of said, hey, we're here. You can build around us. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing. Um, so you guys have been there, you know, helping patients left and right, you know, helping staff, putting everything together. What do you think? Does this change things for you guys? You think on an ongoing basis or? I know I, that's an interesting question that we haven't quite figured out yet. So like one of the new things that we do every day now that we never, ever did before was telemedicine visits. So I've, mm. done, I've done zoom visits. I, I do it by FaceTime. There's an app called Doximity that we use that's HIPAA compliant. Um, we've never done that before, but it was also not covered by insurance before. So it's covered during the pandemic. And mm. a, a lot of people, I'm sure, love it because you don't have to even come in. And for simple stuff, you know, like a rash or something like that, we can do that. But I don't know if we'll be allowed to continue to do that after because, again, it was like an emergency coverage thing that, you know, the um, commissioner of insurance, maybe I think made a declaration that it had to be covered by insurance when the pandemic mm -hmm. started. And so I, I kind of hope that insurance will recognize the benefit of that and continue mm -hmm. to cover that service for when it's appropriate. Um, as I've, I've, I've talked to a lot of my friends that are physicians, we've all enjoyed it. I mean, it was a learning curve for sure. It was kind of awkward at mm -hmm. first, but <laughs> You get to see people in their home environment. The kids are super excited to see your face in their house and you get to meet their pets and, you know, right. so there's a lot of neat aspects of it, but I don't know if we'll be able to continue to do that. The other aspect that everybody really likes is the staying in the car. Um, Cause even though we had separate well sick waiting rooms, there were still people who did not want to come in the sick waiting room. Right. Cause they didn't want to catch whatever else was going around, which I, I understand, but there's only so much we can do, you know? And so I don't know about that because I don't know if it's feasible to continue. If we pick back up to our normal rate, that's, it slows us down a lot, which is fine right now because we're, we're slower and we can do that. But I don't know if that part will continue. So there's a few parts of it that we don't know how long we need to stay like this either. You know, we're continuing right. indefinitely in this pattern. Um, we're still not supposed to be doing everything that we do. Even, even medical care was limited in what functions we could perform. So like I can do well visits that are in need of vaccines because that's considered important. The last thing we need during a pandemic is an outbreak of a preventable communicable disease. So mm -hmm. basically we've only been doing well visits for kids under two 
and maybe some four-year-olds and 11-year-olds. Um, but there's lots of people calling me about sports physicals because they're already starting to ramp up about that. Some have been doing like Zoom tryouts for cheerleading mm -hmm. and dance. I've seen that. Um, so now we're trying to determine, you know, maybe, I don't know, does phase one with the governor mean that we get to do that again? Some are saying we could already do that now if we consider it time sensitive. It's all interpretation. So that's, well, that's one of the questions I had actually was going to ask, you know, not it wasn't directly the sports, but, you know, we're seeing a lot of, you know, camps. Some yeah. of the camps are, you know, actually going, you know, hey, we're going to be able to, you know, camp will happen, it looks like, you know, yeah. and it's going to be even more important, I think, this year, right. you know, as people try to get back in and try yeah. to get into some rhythm. Yeah. But these camps, you know, there's physicals that they need, you know, immunization right. records, you right. know, there's, you know, right. shots, it's a million, you know, it's a yep. lot of different things that everybody's kind of in that domino, you know, yeah. effect. So I, I think we'll probably pick back up on that part soon. Um, getting the sports physicals done, but you know, it's, there's still a lot of people that don't want to come into the doctor's office right now. And that's totally understandable. And we're okay with that. So I don't know what it's going to look like two weeks from now. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's crazy about this. <laughs> that's, they say it's, um, that's what causes the PTSD, the stress, the mm -hmm. unknown. I was <clears throat> talking with some people, you know, that's one of the stories I might've said it before one of the other shows, but the, like for Navy SEALs, you know, they'll wake them up in the middle of the night and say, we're going to go run right. and just start running. Right. Like, well, where are we running to? Don't worry, run. How long we run? Don't worry, run. Just right. keep running. And the stress of not knowing how far, when's the end, how, how do I pace myself? How do I get through it? Right. That's what gets everyone worked up. You know, if somebody said, you know, hey, you're just stuck like this, you know, till January. Yeah. Traumatic, horrible, but okay, I got an end date, you know, I got, I can right. prepare. So, but outside of all the, you know, COVID-19 and all those kind of things, what's some of the, you know, what's the story, you know, it was, you guys started this practice how long ago? You know, I was there yeah. 12 years. Right. <laughs> so we actually just had our 15 year anniversary. Kind of missed it in this pandemic. <laughs> I think I thought about it that day and then forgot. Uh, May 2nd, 2005, we opened the door to start practice. Um, and it was just myself and my partner, Dr. West, Ashley West. Um, and we were in a completely different building. You know, we were. Um, still in Prairieville. Uh, we had gone to medical school together and were good friends during medical school and residency and had both finished and gone to separate practices. I was actually in Laplace um, with a practice there and she was in Gonzales at um, St. Elizabeth. And then we just decided we wanted to do something different. We wanted to kind of decide how things worked and how we ran them and how we practiced. And so we did that. And um, we were in that, we built our new building that you know about um, that was oh, seven years ago, maybe, I think. So, um, just, you know, wanted to design it ourselves, have the separate sick and well waiting rooms, have the flow that we thought worked best for us, have the fun design and colors. You know, everybody would say before everything went up around us, you could see us from airline highway and everybody would ask where we were. And we'd be like, you know, that kind of funky looking colorful building. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> Absolutely. So, it doesn't look like a traditional doctor. No, it was fun when it was going up because people were trying to guess what it was. They didn't know what it was and they thought it was going to be like some kind of kids play place or <laughs> right. So it was kind of fun listening to that. Yeah. So now you guys are kind of 
nestled hidden back there yeah. you know, before when it was easy. I remember yeah. that's kind of the directions I was giving at first, you know, it's yes. like just drive down airline till you see this, you know, interesting looking building off on the right, you know, yeah. and that's where you're going. And then it was also a chore trying to get back there, you know, right, so you, exactly. I couldn't figure that out. It was like, it well, was that's interesting. That's traffic engineers for you. <laughs> Somebody had a method to the madness. Yeah. We'll figure that out one day. Yeah. So, Obviously, you know, things are busy, you know, we don't know kind of where things are, but you know, the practice, obviously you guys have done a wonderful job. You've been great, you know, for us and the community as well. What, I guess, what's that driving, you know, how do you find, you know, some of these people, you know, to build that team around you, you know, that helps, you know, that's obviously, you know, your people, you know, would make it, you know, every day. Right. Absolutely. And it, and it takes time to build that team because sometimes you get people in there and they don't fit with the team. They don't mesh. They don't buy in. Um, and mm -hmm. so, you know, I think that the people that we have right now, we have a solid crew who've all sort of bought in to what we're saying and who want to be a part of that team. Um, and it's, you know, the, the drive is just taking care of families, taking care of kids and, and parents because you know that it's, it's much about that as it is about the kids is <laughs> taking care of parents too um right. and so it's just and being a part of their family you know i mean in a smaller practice um i don't think you can call our area rural anymore but i always describe it as a mix of rural and suburban because you still have that rural aspect but you know our kids go to school with my patients and they're on sports teams and girl scouts and cub scouts and all that together you go to church with people that are your patients and so you're involved we're involved in the community um and we feel a lot of times like we're very much a part of their family so it's having that family mentality though you you know it's a connection um that's different sometimes than maybe like more of a corporate practice um mm -hmm. and sometimes that can be hard uh, my kids sort of get annoyed when we go to the grocery store. It, they're like, every time we go somewhere, we see somebody that I know and they'll just look at me and be like, is that another patient? Is that another patient? Cause they don't know, you know, well, it's gotta be hard too. I remember, you know, I spent a lot of time in the IT field and my mother told me one time, you know, when I was kind of kicking into a business, she's like, you know, that's going to be, you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, I remember she told me, she's like, it's going to be like a doctor. Every time you run into somebody, it's like, hey, while I've got you, I've got a quick question, yes. you know, and yes. I'm sure you've got to live, you know, you can't, it's not, you're not in that kind of profession where it's like, well, I'm not at the office. I can't really, you know, help <laughs> you, you know, but it's like, I, I forget everything as I walk out the door. So right. you've got, you know, on those sports teams and when you're there, you guys, it, yeah. it is a community, right? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Everybody's got the can you look at this real quick or should I, you know, I think or if you're at a sports game and somebody gets hurt, you know, everybody turns and looks at you. You're like, I got it. I want it. <laughs> I'm coming in. Clock it in. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, or it's the, um, the one I remember people used to ask. I'm sure you get, it's like, I don't want to bug you, but you know, should I come see you about, it's like right. the indirect question. Yes. You know, Yes. Uh, but I mean, it's just part of it. So you just, you know, we've kind of accepted that. That's part of, you know, our role when you're that, in the community, that's going to happen. And I think that's what, you know, for anybody who doesn't necessarily know, I think that's, we say it, you say it kind of real passing, just like in the community, but, you know, in this, you know, kind of Southeast Baton Rouge, you know, Prairieville, you know, Baton Rouge, you know, that's, 
you guys are in the community. You know, you're there, you're public, you're visible. It's completely different than any other practice, you know, that's out there, you know, as far as how you're taking care, how you're interacting, the building, the stories, you know, you guys are on social media, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, putting information out there for people, you know, it's very visible, not, some yeah. probably, you know, not that the other direction is not a bad idea, but some people kind of, right. you know, are in their building, do their thing and, you know, they pack it up and go home. Right. So, well, I appreciate the time. You know, I think this has been, you know, super helpful. Did put a face, you know, behind the building for those who don't necessarily know, you know, right. who you guys are, but you know, you're, you're there, you know, they can come see you guys, you know, you're still take, you know, you're still open. You know, Absolutely, right and we're still we're still seeing new patients. I've I've even done new patients on telemed visits. So I mean, wow. we'll we'll do what we have to do to help take care of people. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I know everybody else does. Um, anything that you know we're missing, or any you know words of wisdom, anything to throw out for anybody? Or I don't think so. I think just continue to support your local businesses as you can to help them get through this and everybody be safe and listen to the guidelines and just take care of yourself and enjoy the time at home with your family. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's we were talking uh, the other day and was told, you know, we've been given the gift of time. Absolutely. You know, so use it the best you can because the odds of this coming back again, you know, and having this much time, you know, yeah. when's the last time, you know, we've had two months to kind of yeah. not sit at home and do nothing, but we've been extremely busy, but yeah. to, you know, work with, you know, and see your family and those kind of things. So I think yep. it's great. Absolutely. So. Well, again, I appreciate it. Um, love to have you come back. Tell us more what's going on down the road. So Definitely. we'll kind of keep in touch and see how things go. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right.